Welcome to Tech Talk Live, a resource produced by Vision Forward. Low vision and blindness technology, tips, tricks, and information presented in a way that makes sense. And now, here are your hosts, Corey and Luke. Good day. Good day. How is everybody doing on this fine January the 7th? Yes, 2021. First Tech Talk Live of 2021. Yeah. And how are you doing on this fine 2021 day? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm getting back to the swing. We were, Vision Forward was closed uh, from the 24th through the 4th, so, mm-hmm. or through the 3rd, I guess. So this is our first week back. Um, so I'm sort of getting back in the swing. How about you? Me too. It's, mm-hmm. it's always difficult after the holidays to uh, get yourself reacquainted with, you know, with uh, what you were doing at work. Yeah. And in fact, we were just saying how it feels like we haven't done one of these for a long time and <laughs> we've kind of forgotten uh, all the buttons that we need to press and so on and so was. forth. Yeah. What, what was the best present either that you gave yeah. or that you got? Well, you already know the best one that I gave. Yes. And this was a, a ghost hunting kit yeah. that I gave to my wife. Um, she's obsessed with ghost adventures at the moment. Uh, if, if anybody in, uh, in the show today is a ghost adventures fan, then feel, feel a, free to post your love in the chat. Is that like a uh, Discovery channel? Uh, is that a show or a Netflix kind of so show? Or is I a, don't know where it originally shows because okay. uh, we purchased it through like a third party uh, yeah. channel called Voodoo. Okay. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's hosted by Zach Baggins. Oh, um, no relation to Bilbo, in case you were wondering. Okay, what about John Baggins? Well, that uh, I can't. I, can't I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he uh, he leads his intrepid team of ghost uh, adventurers okay. uh, around various haunted locations, and they use uh, state-of-the-art equipment to uh, track State down the ghost. State-of-the-art equipment. State of the art. Yeah, but built by Bill Chapel. Oh. Who uh, is always uh, apparently tinkering away and creating yes. ghost hunting I've, equipment? I've heard when 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 people talk ghost yeah, hunting, Bill Chapel is inevitably he, uh, yeah, at the he, forefront. He, yeah, absolutely. He was actually the person that uh, the Ghostbusters film uh, crew turned to oh, to really? get all of their technological knowledge. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my wife has now got an EMF meter. Mm-hmm. She has a uh, recording device to capture EVP phenomena. Ooh. And oh, actually, I should just say EVP because the P stands for phenomenon. Perfect. So, so it's, yeah. yeah. And uh, also, she has a um, frequency scanner, which the ghosts can communicate oh. through. Yeah. Speaking of Ghostbusters, has she been slimed yet? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but we have. Well, we haven't found any ghosts yet, oh, okay. so we're okay. still in the process. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, with with the weather and coronavirus, we've only been able to ghost hunt around our own house. Are the ghosts? Oh, oh! I thought the ghosts were like doing social distancing. And staying, <laughs> <laughs> staying, I mean, that, could, that your, could be the case. Staying out of your house. And... Yeah, it might be. <laughs> we haven't detected any ghosts, but perhaps after Corona has uh, yeah. has died down, maybe we'll hunt again, and maybe they'll. They'll come out to play. Uh, yeah, we, we did we did read some uh, EMF readings, okay. um, but it turns out it was just our lights. So um, that was that was lucky. Yeah. yeah. How about you? Uh, I would probably get you. Well, you helped me set up. I got my son the PlayStation. I yes. wanted to give him the five. Couldn't yes. get it. Got the four pro, but you helped set it up for him. And so he's been. I think that was the big hit. If anybody, uh, if anybody did manage to get a uh, PlayStation five, then why don't you tell us in the chat? Yeah, because they were hard to come by. They were. And just a reminder, you can feel free to use the chat or the Q&A uh, for any discussions or anything you want to add. Yes. Um, let's jump. Let's do our, our host housekeeping really quick. OK. Um, so uh, as usual, our Tech Talk Lives are uh, they are you can get ACVREP credits. And to do so, you're going to do two things. First, you're going to need to head over to Vision dash forward.org slash tech talk live that's t-e-c-t-a-l-k-l-i-v-e tech talk live and they're going to find a link there for your uh to submit your um what's the word i'm trying to evaluation for survey Uh, and part of that you need your opening code and today's opening code is wait give me a second here i'm not today's not not quite on the ball opening okay okay here we go (laughs) opening code is code is oranges oranges and we'll make sure that gets it's on screen but we'll make sure it gets in the chat as well too Uh, flash that up there a few times 
And when I say I'll make sure, that's telling Luke to put it in the chat. Oh, yeah. yeah when we have a chance. Uh, so, again, uh, oranges is the opening code for your ACVREP credits. Yes, it is, because today we are talking about Apple. That shouldn't be opening code by apples? No, it's, it's okay. associated. Got it. Okay, fruit-related. Fruit we didn't want to make it too obvious. That's true. Uh, we're talking about apple, which is not only your favorite fruit. Oh, it is my favorite fruit. I know it is. Honeycrisp, honey all the way. It's uh, no yeah. other kind. No, but also it's the name of a rather large technology company. Yeah, and we've done, you know, uh, uh, a few months ago, I think it's been a few months at this point, we yeah, did uh, two or three Tech Talks lives in a row that were all Apple specific, looking at the iPhone and iPad from a low vision perspective, and then a voice over a blindness perspective. So we sort of covered the ins and outs of, of the accessibility features, but I know, and I'll be curious, I'm guessing you as well, I mm -hmm. get phone calls all the time from people saying I want to get a new iPhone, or, or not even I want to get a new iPhone, although that happens too, but yep. just people saying I want an iPhone, what iPhone do I, what should I get? What's the best one to get for someone who's blind? What's the best one to get for someone who's low vision? Yep, yep. and in fact, uh, I think you told me today, there's seven different models of iPhone that you can buy from uh, Apple right now, <laughs> yeah. if you want to. Yeah, and that's yeah. what's crazy is that, yeah. I mean, obviously there's a bunch of, of, of models you can get each secondhand from friends, from families, from eBay, but we're focusing today on the seven that are still sold in app, for, from Apple themselves. Mm -hmm. yeah. Can you name all seven? Um, yes. Okay, go for it. I'll, I'll, I got my fingers ready to count off. Go. If, any, if anybody wants to help me in the chat, then please feel free. Uh, but we have got the... Uh, 10R, check. 11, mm -hmm. 11, <clears throat> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 11. No, just the 11. No, no, I was going to, oh. Oh, yeah, no, okay, no, yeah, no yeah. one else in the other. Okay, uh, the SE. Yep. We have the uh, 12. Yep. The uh, 12 Pro. Yep. 12 Pro Max. Yep. Ah, oh, so close. Min. Oh yeah, an iPhone Mini. <laughs> yeah, the tw Thank twelve you. Mini. Yeah, twelve Mini. Not bad. Yes. You got six, six out of seven. That's only because you literally told me about them like <laughs> right before. Ago. So, <laughs> we, so currently in Apple, you can get seven different iPhones. Obviously, the 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 latest release of iPhones are all the ones in the twelve series. So, mm -hmm. the twelve, the twelve Mini, the twelve Pro, and the twelve Pro Max. And then they're continuing to sell some of their older less expensive models, the 10R, the 11, and the SE, SE 2020 version. Um, and so it, it can be kind of confusing and, and, and overwhelming. You, like you what? somewhat get the, the impression that Apple has given up on its um, kind of well, easy, easy to understand mantra. You know, to, uh, to go off on a side rant for a moment, when Steve Jobs left Apple and then came back, mm -hmm. the first thing he did when he came back is he said, we have way too many products, too many SKUs. We're going down to this, these four boxes and it's got to fit in these four boxes. And for the longest time, when it was an, it, there was just a, an, an iPhone. That was it, one yeah. iPhone. You knew what to get. Same with iPads. I have a few, I, I'm unhappy with the ridiculous amounts of SKUs and versions and models. It's too confusing. I agree. iPad, I, I mean, I literally had to do research before today's tech talk because I didn't even know exactly which ones were still for sale iPads, if you asked me right now which iPads are on the market, I couldn't even tell you. One question. Yeah. Which iPads are on the market? There's the iPad. Okay. The iPad Air. Oh, good. The iPad Pro. Yeah. But then there's a bunch of sub ones under the, it's, it's, Jeez, so, it's so confusing at this point. So I, I think uh, that also ties in with another phenomenon, which yes. is fatigue. Now, I know that we've talked about this, and I don't know how all the, uh, the audience feels about this, but personally, between us and definitely with other people that I've talked to, um, we're just kind of uh, fatigued with, uh, with these new models because generally there's no significant changes in between them. Better camera, faster yeah. processor. Yeah, that's pretty Better much Better camera, uh, maybe faster processor. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. It's pretty much much of a muchness. Now, I'm using an iPhone 8, and personally, I find that to be uh, 
I mean, I, I couldn't ask for anything more. I don't yeah. even know if I bought another phone what I would be buying it for because yeah. the iPhone 8 does everything I need and it's perfectly acceptable. So, yeah. But I mean, I know that there's those Apple acolytes yeah, yeah who, they, uh, they have no problem selling the new models. They do not have Fatigued any as people might be. Yeah, there's always they're always, you know, look at the Air, AirPods Max, $550 for yes. headphones and they're out. You can't get them. They're that's out of stock. So obviously. Maybe Apple only manufactured two of them. Yeah, that's true. Who knows? Uh, but anyway, we're not only talking about the iPhone today, but we are all also going to take a slight detour and talk about the Apple Watch. Mm -hmm. And also, we're going to talk about some accessories. You had already mentioned AirPods. We're going to talk about those a little bit. And also some third-party accessories as well. In fact, you found a very interesting third-party accessory yesterday called Revo. Yeah, it was a Revo 2. Um, Revo 2. And I wanted to, unfortunately, I wanted to verify that it was still for sale because one of the pages I went to, it looked like it, it was a 404 not found, so yeah. I want to verify. But okay. most people can do it. We, and we, the, the bummer part is we had one here uh, about a year and a half oh, ago. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah, yeah but I, I can't. That, yeah. I don't know. It, it's, I think it grew legs and, and, and walked out. Yeah. But uh, I did have a chance to use it for a while. Was we that the Revo 2 we had or the yes. original? Oh, we had the 2. Excellent. Yeah, excellent. so we can chat a little bit about, uh, about that as well. All right. Well, let's start off by talking about iPhones. Now, we're going to switch to another view here so we can show some iPhones that we have. Uh, why don't we start off? I'll uh, go to our camera here. There we go. So why don't we start off? I'm going to put a few iPhones next to each other here. And let's see if we can fit them all. <laughs> Might be a little challenging. Oh, there we go. We fit them all in the shots there. And so what iPhones do we have here, Corey? So we have uh, going from kind of smallest or least expensive on up the three that we have uh, on display, or four, I think. No, we didn't do that. The three that we have here are the SE 2020. Okay. Which happens to be my personal cell phone. And that so we'll would talk be, that. Uh, just to show the audience here, that would be this little guy right here. There we go. Okay. We also have the iPhone 11. Okay. I believe that would be this guy right here. Should be, I think it's the gray one. And then the last one we have is the 12 Pro. That's and the blue that would one. would be this guy right here. Now, um, just quickly here, as yeah. I put these phones side by side, people might be feeling somewhat challenged to tell them apart. There is a slight difference in screen size. Uh, but there is also something about the SE in particular, which is quite useful. Uh, would you like to elaborate yeah, on what that is? Yeah, so we can, you know, when we look at these phones, uh, and, and, and I think sometimes the, the two things that, that is important is, A, what are the differences between them? But almost more importantly, B, what is, which is going to be the best phone for, for me or for the person who needs it? Yes. So when we look at some of the differences, first and foremost, looking at the iPhone SE, there's two things that stand out. Number one, it is the smallest phone in Apple's lineup. It's a 4.7-inch screen. And so there's a couple things that I like about that. Number one, it's easy to hold in the hand. It's easy to use one-handed. You're not doing some big finger reaches on some of those bigger phones. And number two, I find that uh, if you are a voiceover user, so if you're somebody who's totally blind and you're relying on Apple's screen reader voiceover, I find that the smaller screens tend to be a little bit easier to deal with because it's less screen real estate. So I'm not having to look around the screen as much. Mm -hmm. the, the, the other thing that stands apart is it still has the traditional home button. Now, it's not an actual physical home but a button that you press. It's still uh, part of the screen itself, but there is the actual home button. And so the two big benefits to that is number one, you're not having to do the complicated home gesture that we need to do on the other models. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But then also you still get to utilize Touch ID as your security method. So, you know, rather than having to use a passcode or have no security at all, mm -hmm. you can still use your finger. Now, I find it, for me personally, I love Touch ID, and it's really the reason why I chose the SE, even though as a technology person, I love to have the newest and greatest, and I keep trying to use the newer phones, but I keep coming back to the SE because I use my phone a lot at night, even if my hand's under the covers with my phone, or when I'm waiting for the bus, the phone's in my pocket, I love to be able to just unlock it with my thumb without ever having to take my phone out of my pocket. Mm -hmm. Where with Face ID, which is uh, you know, using the camera and using your facial recognition, 
you got to take your phone out. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you're wearing a mask, it's oh, God, not very yeah. easy. You're not getting anything. Let me ask you a question yeah. as well. As a, as a person who is blind, with the face ID, how easy is it for you to get your face into the camera's field of view? So th there's actually two pieces to the puzzle. Okay. First is the initial setup. Yes. And that's the difficult part. That's where you need to hold the phone in front of your face. And then you need to move your neck in a circular motion. So you kind of start by putting your forehead up and then spinning it around mm -hmm. counterclockwise. And then your chin kind of goes down to your chest. And you need to make that circular motion enable for it to scan your face. That can be difficult. Now, Apple's done a really good job of, of providing uh, voice feedback during that process. Excellent. Um, so it's, it's absolutely doable. Mm -hmm. But it is the harder of the two. The second piece is then the actual unlocking. Yep. And that, most of the time, isn't a problem. One of the things that Apple does is that they'll notice when you, if you have voiceover running, they turn off uh, uh, this eye gaze uh, technology ah. where, where you don't need to make, you know, you don't have to be looking straight on. Yep. Um, and then that's really good also for people who have um, any issues with eye stabilization oh, or any oh. of that kind of stuff. Yep. It's a little less secure, but mm -hmm. it's still pretty good. Um, there's a couple of methods to making that facial ID work a little bit easier. One of the things I found is if you hold the phone <clears throat> sort of down closer to your chest and look down at it, that tends to get some better uh, and more reliable unlocks with the facial ID. Yep. But I, but all in all, it's 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 definitely harder. Yes. But it, it's it's but it's not impossible. It's certainly less convenient yes. than Touch ID. And yeah. I think actually you make a really good point about uh, the mask the mask situation at the moment. Just yeah. if you're out in public, just trying to uh, yeah trying to kind of do that face ID with the mask on, mm -hmm. I, uh, I expect must be quite troubling. Yeah, or for in winter, you know, you're wearing a face mask. Yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, although you'd yeah. say the same about gloves. You can't do your fingerprint that if, is, you've that got, is true. if you've got gloves on, too. Well, so you could do, like, the Mission Impossible thing and create a uh, replica of the fingerprint on sure. a little sheet and then stick Ooh. it on top of the gloves. Or you could wear gloves, cut your thumb off, <laughs> put it on... Well, that might be a little... You could cut a whole where the thumb is. I mean, you don't need to cut oh, the whole thumb off. Time. I wish I would have known that <laughs> last week. This is why Corey has a prosthetic thumb. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so those are, for, when we look at the, S, the SE 2020, I think those are the two biggest things. The other thing to remember, too, is that the SE is, a, uh, is definitely the, the, one of the least expensive options to get into the How to the new iPhone. How much is it coming at, roughly? I think it's 299 uh, depending on what how much memory you get obviously sure, it'll go sure, up from sure. there. Uh, yeah. but it's it might be 299 or 399. Now, but it's definitely of, of course the SE does have the the poultry the the almost worthless A13 <laughs> chip in it. Last year's uh, and chip. Last year's chip <laughs> yeah, and exactly. not not the A14 the latest and greatest. So I expect that performance is absolutely terrible. Would for that be fair to say? The only, only, and so I used the 12 Pro for a while mm -hmm. as well too. The only performance that I ever see uh, difference is battery life. Ah, yes. Um, I, I typically barely make it through a day uh, on the SC 2020. Okay. Uh, battery life isn't great. That, that's gonna probably be its biggest, in my opinion, that's its biggest downfall. Yeah. Yeah, uh, is, yeah. is that battery life. Yeah, and because of the small size, obviously the battery has to be smaller, uh, hence the, uh, the reduced yeah, battery life yeah. as well. And yeah. I think they also, it's just, I think they could put a better battery if they wanted to. Right, But, right. you know, they, they, they got to have a selling point. Exactly. They, they, they got to convince yeah. you to buy up. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, well, that's some good information. So our recommendation then for somebody who is blind is, uh, is the iPhone SE. Now, um, if there is an individual who wants the latest and greatest, uh -huh. then we probably would be talking the iPhone mini because um, it still has a small size, 5.4, I believe. Okay. Um, so it still has a smaller size, still easy to operate with uh, one hand. So you mm -hmm. get those benefits, uh, but you, what you don't get is the Touch ID. So you've got yeah. to do the face recognition or the passcode, mm -hmm. um, uh, but you do get the latest uh, chip, the A14. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, although I just you know I forget we talked about this yesterday and I yeah. totally forgot to mention this, the 12 Pro and the Pro Max uh -huh. do offer some really awesome technology for people who are totally blind. Please tell us more. Okay. Well, go to a different 
podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> they are the 12 Pro and the 12 Pro Max have a new technology included called lidar. Okay. Lidar is used a lot in um, automated vehicles. And, yeah, but, you know, about this. yeah. Yeah. So the 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 really cool thing for lidar is that seeing ai uh -huh. the well-known app that everybody yep. loves from yep. microsoft yep. has been updated <clears throat> to take advantage of the lidar and one of the new um features or channels that they've done is this kind of what they call world uh, or basically it allows you to take your phone and move it around and hear what's in what things are chair Huh. But then it tells you how far away it is from you. As they, well. already, they already had the environment yeah. recognition where you could take a picture. Mm -hmm. And although it did tell me my office was a toilet one time, so <laughs> that was a little sad. But uh, you can take a picture and it would tell you something about the environment. But yeah. it's, this is a live feature yeah. that not only tells you what's in front of you, but also the distance. Yeah, and then That's you can set remarkable. a beacon to a specific thing oh, and then get to God. that chair. So that's that would be the biggest, you know, it, 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 that would be the biggest selling point for the Pro. I do wonder. And the Pro Max. I do wonder, without having tested it, how uh, useful it is, how accurate it is. I think I think this could be a, another episode. I think it might be. Live. I think yeah, we could definitely be. do a live demo yeah, of it and, yeah. and check it out. Mm -hmm. Battery life is going to be your other big one. Yes. The Pro and the Pro Max yeah. is going to give you much better better battery life. Mm -hmm. And then uh, OCR, the camera, and the Pro and the Pro Max are better. Now, I don't know, honestly, in real world, yeah, I, I don't know how much better OCR, taking a picture Probably of documents. The main, yeah. the main thing with OCR is just getting a good picture. Yeah. That's mostly due to do with movement. Um, of your hands or the document as you're trying to get the picture. And yeah. however good the camera is, it's probably not yeah. going to help too much with that. So. I think it's going to do, those better cameras will be great for that, what we just talked about with my, with the uh, seeing AI, that kind of real world, uh, you know, real time recognition of things around you, yes, but really yes. pointing it at a document is, they were able to do that with the iPhone 4S. Yeah. So it's not... <laughs> I don't think it's worth spending the extra. I'll tell you who are good, uh, who could benefit from uh, the best camera out there, though. Yeah, who would that be? That would be somebody with low vision. Oh, Look at okay. that segue. Amazing. <laughs> so <Such a> professional. <laughs> it's almost as if we know what we're doing here. So these two phones here. Oh, well, okay. Let's put the SE back here again. So these are these are some larger options here. Now, obviously, when it comes to people with low vision. Uh, we are probably going to be looking at a phone that's got a larger screen is going to be beneficial mm -hmm. and a better camera is also going to be, be uh, beneficial and the best screen resolution is, is probably sure. going to be a benefit as well. So, and all that. Yeah, so there might be, that might be the types of features that we're looking at. Now, interestingly, while I'm looking at these side by side, mm -hmm. the amount of additional screen real estate that you get with the larger phones, it's still fairly minimal. So if we look at the SE versus the 12 Pro, for example, that, yeah. we, that we have here, yeah. um, there isn't a, a massive difference in the size of the screen. But it might be large enough. I know we don't have the Pro Max here, which is the largest model, right? Yeah, when you look at numbers, so like the SE is 4.7, yeah. the 12 Pro is 6.1, and yeah. then the Pro Max is 6.7. Right. Now that, you know, what's interesting when you start to look at the phones, they've done a really good job of getting rid of the bezel, so yes. nowadays, like the 12 Pro Max, even though it's 6.7 inch screen, it's not much bigger than like the 10R or 11 because they've done a really good job of stretching that screen. Yes, that, that's very, thing. yeah, that's yeah. very true. So that might actually, it might be misleading. Just look at the physical dimensions yeah. in that regard. Yeah. Uh, we do have a couple of uh, comments in the in the chat here, so I just want to address those. Sure. Uh, we have one from Leaf who uh, says, uh, "FYI, the 12 Mini is narrower, not as tall, and lighter." than the SE. Oh, OK. So yeah, that, uh, that weight factor is especially um, interesting. Although I will say that the SE certainly isn't a burden to, to carry in one hand sure, at all. Sure. But um, you know, the lighter the bear, really. So, yeah, uh, absolutely. So that's good. Thank you for that, uh, Leaf. And Jason uh, says that uh, do LiDAR and seeing AI only work with the 12? And I think from what you were saying, Corey, uh, the phone itself has the LiDAR capabilities built in. So yes. the SE does not have the LiDAR capabilities built in. Correct. But the 12 uh, does. And the is, Pro, it, is it only the 12 just range? Pro and Pro Max. Just Pro and Pro Max. Okay. So not even the, the, the 12 or the 12 mini 
Yes. Don't work. Ignore that. That's an iPhone ringing. <laughs> yeah, so we have a phone ringing in um, the background. It's probably somebody uh, calling to, uh, to congratulate. Which iPhone should I buy? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but, but so, you know, with seeing AI in that LiDAR, you can still use seeing AI on any of the devices. You're right. just not going to get access to that channel, LIDAR, yeah. to that, wor that world explore version. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so getting back to the low vision uh, capabilities. Now, the the largest phone at the moment is the, the 12 Pro Max, yep. which has got the 6.7 inch screen. So we have the most real estate with that one. We also have the best screen resolution with that one. And we have the brightest screen mm -hmm. with that one. So mm -hmm. all of these things, I think, are, um, are good reasons for somebody with low vision to own, to own that phone. Mm -hmm. And by the way, in case you were wondering the brightness of the screen, it is, of course, 800 nits oh. maximum brightness. Hmm. Just wanted to, to uh, tell you that. Now, do you know where I read that little fact? Uh, no. I, what is a knit.com? <laughs> I don't know what a knit is, so let's just gloss over that. Uh, I read that little, uh, that little fact on the flyer that we created to Ooh. accompany this, uh, this Tech Talk Live. So uh, just a little segue here to talk about our new uh, initiative, which is to provide some sort of handouts along yeah. with our Tech Talk Lives. It was one of the things which uh, some people had requested when we did our survey. And uh, so we're going to attempt uh, to do that. Now, we have a dedicated page for those flyers, which is, um, what is it? <laughs> well, it? Actually, just again, head to uh, vision-forward.org yes, slash yes. Tech Talk Live. Uh, anything related to Tech Talk Lives, you can get to from that page. So yes. You'll see a link to the resources page from there. That's right. Yes, you will indeed. So uh, we will have re a list of resources. And uh, this particular one is a flyer, which we'll be able to download. And it, uh, it covers the things that we've been talking about today. So anyway, there's our little segue about that. But um, yeah, so we have the brightest, the brightest screen, the largest screen, the, the best contrast ra uh, ratio. We also have MagSafe charging, mm. which uh, will, would make it very easy to charge your phone. Not that it's very difficult anyway, but yeah. uh, it uh, makes it very, very Do easy. You know, here's a side question, because I have not yet used MagSafe, and I didn't have not done a bunch of research on it yet yep. but do you so on my on most phones now from like the se 2020 on up yes you can do wireless key charging okay. so i have just you know at home i have a, a little pad i set it yes. my phone on and it yes. starts charging yes the magsafe how is that different from uh, okay so here's my very uneducated <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, opinion on this yeah it seems to be the same but it's magnetic Okay. So, I mean, that's what it seems like. Which is if actually, anybody knows anything different, please. Which is actually know. pretty good because yeah. one of the things that drives me nuts is I'll bump exactly, my yeah. phone yeah. off the yeah. key yeah. Uh, and, and then it stops. I think that's so. a big innovation, okay. which actually is kind of interesting because other assistive technology products um, have introduced magnetic charging. I'm yeah. thinking Iris Vision. I'm thinking Orcam especially. Oh, sure. um, so, um, and I, Apple, I think Ma uh, their MacBooks oh, yeah, used to yeah, have Mac, it, and then it, they got exactly rid of the MagSafe, exactly yeah. which people got really upset about. Yeah, no, I definitely uh, did get some use out of that standing on my old uh, MacBook cord. Sure, kicking you know. it. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, um, it has the, the, the MagSafe, and um, it also has the best camera. So um, this is what we had mentioned before. The camera, although not necessarily that important in terms of uh, people who are blind using the phone, although it is beneficial for the OCR stuff, as we mm -hmm. discussed. But mm -hmm. uh, for people with low vision, I think it probably has a little bit more importance because Apple does have the feature in their iOS uh, for using your iPhone as an as a electronic magnifier. Mm -hmm. And uh, that obviously uses, uses a camera. So theoretically, the better the resolution of the camera, then the better that particular feature is going to work. Sure. And uh, I do think it, it works. They revamped the, mag the, uh, the magnifier feature of the iPhone in the latest version of the operating system, mm -hmm. which was what, iOS? Is it 14? 14. Yeah. Yep. Yep. iOS 14. And uh, they definitely made it a lot better, in my opinion, mm -hmm. like the interface is a lot uh, more streamlined and easier to use. And I do think, uh, you know, a, a lot of people use their iPhone as a replacement for an electronic magnifier, or if not as a replacement, as an additional tool in the toolbox. Yeah, yeah particularly um, people who are younger, or, although maybe that's not the case anymore, but uh, definitely in the past, people who are younger, maybe going through college and things like that, mm -hmm. have used their iPhone more because there's less stigma attached. And, uh, you and know, sometimes it's, it's I was just going to say, sometimes the yeah. best tool is the one you have with you. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. So uh, so they might, even if it's not necessarily the best tool 
Mm -hmm. In theory, you know, in practice, it actually turns out to be the, the best tool. Yeah. You know, more and more people uh, all, over all the age ranges have got um, uh, smartphones these days. Mm -hmm. And so I do think, you know, it makes a lot of sense to try and utilize those for as many tasks as possible. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, why not, uh, if you're low vision, why not get the phone with the, with the best camera? Maybe because it's $1,200. We don't talk about that. <laughs> that's, that's beside the point. It, it is sort of absurd. The Pro Max cost yeah. is just... I don't know. I'm, I'm. I don't know if if that cost is justifiable ultimately. Although, if people want to pay it, then I yeah, guess it yeah. is. I but mean, people are paying it. But and and I guess you know we we are we aren't talking a lot about cost today. Right. But it does. We we recognize that it does play a part in people's choices. But unfortunately, you know, everybody's needs and everybody's um, capabilities are different. So we're focusing on on features and. Uh, things like that versus cost. Exactly. Yeah. Although the cost conversation is quite uh, interesting. Uh, sorry, I'm just replying to somebody in the chat here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, because um, assistive technology products are so expensive. Right? That's true. And so if you put it in that context, I get a phone and now I can do OCR and I can connect with sighted volunteers mm -hmm. and I can um, use it as a, a magnifier. And I can do all the other things, like internet yeah. and phone and you know messaging or whatever. Um, it, it, that kind of puts it in a different perspective. For sure. Now it might not be the best at doing any of those um, acts, uh, those low vision and blindness specific tasks, um, but the best isn't always, as we were just saying, you know, the best in, th in yeah. theory. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The best in practice. Sure. So, I think there is an interesting conversation to be had there. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, cost is always going to be an issue with yeah. with any of these things yeah, ultimately. For sure. Yeah. Do we have anything else we want to talk about with the phones? Um, well, you know, there, we, we sort of focused on kind of the, the, the as a recap, the SE 2020, we really like for people who are blind or uh, who are blind specifically for the size and the touch ID. Yep. The iPhone 12 mini is also a good solution, again, because of size and, and, and um, uh, cost. Let's, too. Uh, while you're saying that, let's just uh, mention quickly that the SE does not have 5G capability. Okay, sure. Yeah, and the, the iPhone 12 mini does have 5G. So I think um, at the moment, 5G isn't necessarily, as you had said yeah. yesterday when we were yeah. talking, yeah. isn't necessarily an essential because um, 4G is going to be around for a while. There isn't that much content which is going to you know, yeah. benefit from 5G at the moment. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, I mean, at some point, future proofing yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's diff it's difficult though because I mean I would very much expect that 4G would be around for the lifetime. Oh, of, for sure. Yeah, of yeah. anybody who owns an SE. Yeah. Um, so it's difficult to say to recommend it to recommend the 12 mini on the basis of the 5G. But uh, I wouldn't want that to be your only deciding factor. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. but it could play an, yeah. an element. I mean, um, you know, speed wise, it should theoretically. Provide faster downloads, mm -hmm. uh, faster, uh, faster video streaming. Although yeah. that's really not although a problem anyway. Yeah. So I yeah. don't know. It's 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 a thing. You know, the, the the phones we didn't talk about at all yet really is the 10R and oh, yeah. the 11. And, oh, yeah, and people might those. say like, you can still buy them. Why would I? And you know what? That's a great question. Why would you? There really is no. The only the only difference of the 10R and the 11. Uh, the o the only reason you would potentially do it is cost only. Yeah. The 10R provides no benefit over any of the other phones. The 11 provides no benefit over the. Uh, I should take that back. Technically, I do believe the 11 has a little bit faster processor and, and better screen than like the SE does. But right. Um, you know, not nitpicking each little thing really. Uh, cost is only is really going to be your only deciding factor on on the 10R and the 11. That makes sense. And um, that's why they still and, offer those. And they do. And and yeah. honestly, in my opinion, um, I always you know I always tell people to to buy if you're if you're interested in getting uh, an iPhone, buy the phone that fits your needs and is the most you can afford. And the reason I say that is just like f future proofing yeah, yourself. You know. Yeah. If you can afford to get the 12 versus the 11, you know, maybe the 12 is a hundred bucks more, but if you can afford it, 
that hundred dollars is gonna you're gonna get more value because it'll it'll last longer, you know, it'll uh, and things like that. So yeah, as long as you don't uh, drop it in a well. <laughs> in a uh, in a bowl of soapy water, which is what I did to my iPhone eight. Nice. Um, however, it survived. It's still, well, at least it, it was survived. soapy water and not <laughs> yeah, I guess dirty it water. Clean while it was in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, I think the survival owed more to the Otterbox case than, uh, than <laughs> might, the that, might, that might have helped. But um, yeah, it was, I was amazed that That's it lived funny. to tell the tale and it still works. Although they, they are, uh, you know, the eight and, and moving up uh, have some good waterproof. That's true. To now, yes, you know, to a correct. certain depth. Yes, so yes, yes, yes. It yes, makes yes. life a lot easier. But. I guess again to sum up, we 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 the the SE twenty twenty and the iPhone twelve mini great yep. for people who are totally blind. Yep. Those living with low vision makes sense to go with the biggest screen you can Bigger get. Bigger is better. Yeah. So yep. you, you know, Pro Max yep. is the top dog, but yep. also might not be uh, affordable. So in yes. those cases, then you can look at you know the twelve is a great option as well. It gives you a nice big six point one inch screen. Yep. But you're you're coming in at a on a lower cost uh, versus the pro or you know pro max. So done. We have solved all of the world's iPhones yep. problems here today. There you go. Um, so with that being said, let's talk. Let's talk AirPods, shall we? Sure. And of course, you uh, have got a few pairs of the uh, the AirPod. Yeah. The AirPods. Uh, what they call two... Pro Max. Have... No, no, no. I'm two... talking about the Pro Max now. Oh, oh yes, yeah. I have. Sure, uh... you have a couple of pairs of the Pro and Max. I, and I wear a few at the same time. <laughs> I, I found you get better sound the more you wear. <laughs> <laughs> that is Apple's latest uh, latest version of yeah. the AirPods, which sadly we don't have. In case you can't tell, we were being sarcastic there because uh, they cost five hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, I know they're all sold out. Okay. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should start off talk. Well, no. Do you want to? Let's. Why don't you start off talking about whatever you want to talk about here? <laughs> I've got I've got the AirPods underneath the camera here. Okay. Well, tonight I'm gonna. Oh, you meant about. <laughs> um, so obviously there are tons of Bluetooth earbud style and, and tons of Bluetooth headphones on the market. Because we're doing a lot of Apple here today on the iPhone, we decided we're going to just sort of specifically talk about the AirPods uh, uh, that are offered. So, Which, by the way, we just did a video on, on our YouTube exactly. channel. Exactly. YouTube.com forward slash InFocus Technology. Yeah, yeah. So we talked, we will go way more in depth than we will today about the AirPods and the AirPods Pro and the AirPods Max. So check out that video. We also had a special guest appearance. Uh, <laughs> yes, he did. He, Tim Cook. Very excited to be there. Yep. Yeah. He, he, didn't know who we were, which is he funny. I mean, we I figured he'd know, but you know. <laughs> um, so it, the the AirPod line is the Bluetooth headphones that are uh, that Apple sell. The first uh, the first version they released was the AirPods, and those are more of a kind of an earbud style headphone. Uh, they come with a charging case that they slip into, which is kind of nice. That was sort of a cool feature to be able to plop them back in there and get charged up. They don't provide any noise cancellation whatsoever outside of the noise can the natural noise cancellation you get when you put in the, the pods into your ears. Uh, if you've ever used the ear pods, so those are the free uh, headphones that used to come with up to the 12 when they stopped giving out uh, their the ear pods and nice the iPhone 12. I know, yeah. um, but they look they they feel and look almost identical uh, outside of having the cable. Then they came out with the the AirPods Pro, and the big difference between the big differences there are number one, the AirPods Pro are more of an in ear style, so they have rubber tips that you kind of put into the ear. And with that comes active noise cancellation. So you're going to get that. Uh, there's microphones that are embedded into the uh, uh, AirPods, and they help with uh, an, uh, what they call active noise cancellation. So basically cutting out what's going on around you. Um, now, the sounds is, is a bit better on them as well. Now, for me personally, I've never been a huge fan of noise, active noise cancellation because being blind, I don't really like to to be listening to music and then have no real sense of my surroundings mm -hmm. whatsoever. It could be dangerous. Yeah, especially yes, if you're out traveling, yeah. crossing streets, whatever it might be. So Apple, they didn't do this because of people with visual impairments, but they they have a, a feature called transparency mode, and transparency mode are both uh, available both on the AirPods Pro and the AirPods Max. And basically what that does is it kind of turns those microphones live so you can hear what's going on around you so you don't feel very cut off 
uh, uh, when you're wearing them. So I find them that to be a really good feature. Is for there people anybody who else who does that? Do you know, or is this a unique Apple feature? Oh, that's a great question. They yeah. may have been. They may have been the first. I guarantee people are sort of doing. I mean, you can turn off. Like I got. I have the the Bose. Uh, QC35, whatever. Yes. Those have active noise cancellation, but right. you can turn it off. Mm -hmm. But that's not the same as this it's, transparency it's still muffled, mode. Still got the exactly, on, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Where the transparency mode isn't really turning off active noise cancellation. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it, instead of being muffled, it's actually turning on the mics and yes. allowing you to hear what's going on a little bit better. It's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, and I think in, in a lot of ways it, it makes a, a lot of sense. So those that's probably the big differences between the Pro and the uh, regular AirPods. Now, I have to ask before you go on here, yeah, because um, the the AirPods Pro Max are, are over the head design. Yes, they're not the in ear design of, yeah. the, of the other two. Um, these are obviously wireless headphones, uh -huh. which means surprisingly that they have no wires. Yes, including wires. That's actually that one of their bigger features. <laughs> one of their bigger features, <laughs> yeah. including wires that connect the two headphones together. Oh gosh, yeah. Okay, now my wife, who is not visually impaired, uh -huh. has a problem with misplacing uh, various uh, ones of the earphones, the yes. left or the right. Yeah, maybe both. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, how, as a person who is blind, how do you deal with slash feel about that situation? Well, you know, so one of the things I like about ear uh, ear it, not just AirPods, but the, the this style in general, this yes. kind of earbud. Yep. I I'm I'm constantly, probably I don't know half of my day, I have one in. I love I I always just wear one. So when I'm, you know, traveling, I'm on the bus, when I'm at home, I'm listening to whatever I'm listening to in one ear, but my other ear is completely open. So that's one of the things I really like about the, uh, you know, the, the air. Design. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I don't like about it, and especially, I mean, mine fall out all the time, but I, I just use standard ear pods. I, I prefer those. Okay. And then they're just wired and then they fall and I grab them and we're off and running. Yes. With the AirPods, the problem you have is if it falls. Yeah, then you got to find it. Yeah, and yeah. so they've done something. You know, one thing you can do is crank the music up really loud. That makes sense, yeah. Uh, but yeah. the problem with that is if you had voiceover running, your voiceover's going through your <laughs> AirPods, and now you've kind of lost one. Um, so uh, they do sell, and I do recommend this for, for, for a lot of people, they do sell some uh, bands that will go around the back of your neck mm -hmm. and then connect to each AirPod. So if it falls, then it yep. just kind of lays down. down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think, and that's, I mean, for anybody, that's that's a great. I'm surprised that feature. they haven't implemented a feature like they have with the with the Apple Watch, where you can find your phone by making it ping. They do. Okay. They have fine. Okay. They do okay. have a fine okay. AirPod. Okay. But again, if your voiceover is going through the <laughs> AirPods and you lost both, you know you got you got to somehow get voiceover to come back through the phone. Yeah. I can see there's a lot of danger. Yeah. Here. Exactly. Um, let's just quickly turn to the comments here because Jason has a comment for us. Um, I'm going to read it here. Unfortunately, I can't read the URL he's posted because it's quite long. But uh, <laughs> he says that Texas has a program called STAP. I don't know if we can say STAP or not. But sure. uh, anyway, it's a sp oh, it stands for Specialized Telecommunications Assistance Program to assist uh, p uh, people with disabilities uh, in obtaining phones such as iPhones. And he says that he's sure that most states have similar programs that offer low-cost or no-cost cell phones in specific voucher categories. And there is a link there in the chat. So thank you, Jason, for providing that information. Uh, definitely one of the issues with getting hold of uh, smartphones is the cost. So, yeah, sure. uh, so that's very useful. So thank you very much. Yeah, and I think do each state, I know Wisconsin has the TEP program. Okay. Um, so I, I do think there is, every state probably has some. Yeah, one of those. Kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. All right, so let's talk about the AirPods Pro Max, the five hundred and fifty dollars yeah. yeah. of the uh, the Apple uh, headphone <laughs> the, line. Yeah. I think. I mean, for that, you've got if it's the over the ear style, so Which, it's the big okay. cans. Just a quick interjection here. As yeah. a person with very small ear canals, I can only wear over the ear okay. design. So okay. I'm glad that they've included that in their line. Not that I have five hundred and fifty dollars yeah. to spend. I find on them, them to but... be more comfortable too. Oh, my, yeah. my ears yeah. start to hurt yeah, the, totally. at yeah. the end yeah. of the day if yeah. I've got the pods in so long. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing, you know, it has the transparency mode because it does have active noise cancellation. Yep. It does have something called spatial audio as well, too. And that is um, so like if you're 
basically it, it, it will adjust the audio. To, so let's say if you're holding the phone in front of you watching a movie mm-hmm. and then you like move your head, yeah, it'll, it changes, it changes it the, yes, yeah, in the it, 3D space. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's clever. It is. I, I mean, I is don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't no, no. know. It is clever, though. I don't know how great that is. Um, I wonder. So I know that there's already games for people who are blind, which utilize 3D space. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I wonder if there's any possibilities in that in that area. I don't know that it would improve the game. No, I mean, it's no. it, it'd be curious, but yeah, yeah. Um, the other upside to all of these, the AirPods, the pro, you know, is is Apple's. Uh, Bluetooth chip that they've got in there. Okay. You'll see in our video that we uh, produced, pairing the AirPods to your iPhone is a, is a breeze. I mean, there yes. there is no easier uh, Bluetooth headphone pairing process than what Apple's done. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's literally opening the case, tapping pair, and you're pretty much done. Yeah. Um, and so that 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 is also, you know, convenience is great. <clears throat> I find that the AirPods are great for just taking out of your case, popping one in, Mm -hmm. instantly it turns on and the sound comes through it. You know what would also be convenient though? Mm -hmm. If Apple didn't remove the 3.5 mil jack from the iPhone. Well, sure. That would have been convenient. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But then they wouldn't have sold so many AirPods. Nope, then they wouldn't have been able to force you to buy all their, yeah. yeah. There we go. So. Oh, that was a bit negative, wasn't it? (laughs) No, well, I think it was just. (laughs) It was just negativity. Uh, We have a, a quick message here from Avi. Oh, wait. Oh, no, we had this before. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, apologies again if I'm not, Avi. I know we oh. already had the discussion about your name pronunciation. Oh, wait, it was RV. There we go. Got it. Thank you, RV. Uh, so we have uh, transparent, he says, or she says, transparent modes, transparency modes have been available for a while. Sony, Bose, etc. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the catch point is to check if they say if they work with your phone and specific style number. Okay. That's good information. So if you buy a third-party pair of cans, then you've got to be careful that they are going to work. The transparency mode will work with your particular phone model, whereas with the iPhone, you know that the AirPods obviously are going to integrate properly. Um, uh, uh, RV goes on to say, if they do not, it does not mean that it won't work, but it might not work. Sure. Sure. And uh, can we please add the URL in our handout notes for the, okay, to the handout notes. I'll go ahead and put that in the chat right now. While I'm doing that, um, uh, wait a second, is it just vision, vision vision.com forward slash tech talk live? Yes. Okay. So while I'm doing that, um, (laughs) then would you like to talk about the, the, the the bone conduction earphones as as an alternative? Yeah. Uh, And we'll do the watch after that real quick too. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. I know. Uh, and then the Revo. <laughs> yeah. um, real quick, the other uh, style of headphones that, that we like to recommend for people who are uh, using voiceover, or not even using voiceover, but just out traveling is uh, bone conduction style. Mm-hmm. Company that does most of the bone conduction headphones now is Aftershocks, A-F-T-E-R-S-H-O-K-Z, all one word. And they've got a number of different models you can get. But what's great about the bone conduction headphones is that they don't sit on your ear or in your ear. They actually sit right on your cheekbone in front of your ear. And it uh, sends the sound waves through your bone, through your cheekbone, mm-hmm. uh, thus the bone conduction, and you hear it. What's great about it is that it keeps your ears completely free to hear your environment, street crossings and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. The downfall is two, <laughs> I find two downfalls. Number one, sound quality isn't good. Yes. It's not great. That's always a problem that I've found. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't want to be, audiobooks, podcasts, not a problem, really. Music just sounds like garbage. Yeah. The other thing I find is that the louder I make it, the more it vibrates my cheek. <laughs> and it's really sort of uncomfortable. Um, and, which makes sense because it's sending it through your bone, you know, so... I think for people like myself who have uh, TMJD, yeah. we probably would not like that. Yeah, so probably, yeah, <laughs> uh, not a good thing. Or maybe a curious, who knows? But I th- again, uh, I think it is definitely an option to be aware of, especially for, with GPS apps so that you uh, are able to benefit from the GPS, but then not cover up it's, your yeah. best. I think my main, my main problem with these is the fact that your ears are always open. 
So when you're traveling, right, you yeah. want that. But yeah. when you're sat in your room listening to music, yes. then you don't want that. And the problem is the only way around it is maybe to put uh, earplugs in, uh, sure, at which point sure. you've got to consider what you're doing or, with your life. Or you've got, a sp <laughs> or you've got your specific out. I, I wear the, these are my specific traveling with GPS yeah, headphones. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. that's the thing, though. At that point, you need more than one set of headphones. Yes. Whereas, at least with the transparency, you can have one set of yeah, headphones that does everything. So, that's true. Um, yeah, but uh, I guess it depends on pricing and stuff like that as well. Yeah. I did also see that uh, Aftershocks has a model with a microphone mm -hmm. uh, built in as well. Yeah, so, uh, you can use so it to answer useful. calls and yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Now, we are coming very close to we the are. end of our session here. I don't know, did we want to, what do we want to talk quickly about? Do we want to talk about the Revo or the Apple Watch? Well, I think we've got about, what, 10 minutes? No, five minutes. Five maybe. minutes. Yeah. Okay, let's do, um, let's talk about the, uh, let's do the Revo because I think most people can find information on the Apple Watch. Uh, just quickly, there's only two, two versions of the watch available at Three. the moment. Three, well, okay, there's there's two models and three versions. Is that fair to say? Three <laughs> models. <laughs> okay, so there's three models. There's the Series 6. Yes. Which is the latest and greatest. Yes. There is the SE, oh, which is their, their less yes. expensive, yes. and then yes. the Series 3, a couple year old that they're still selling. Okay. Feature-wise, basically the same. VoiceOver works great on all three. Yes. Newer models are obviously going to have better processors. VoiceOver is a little more snappy, works a little bit better. Yes. Blood oxygen on the newest uh, Series 6 only. Mm -hmm. uh, all three can come in GPS only or cellular. Cellular, the upside to the cellular is that you don't need your phone with you. You can still receive text. Mm -hmm. You can still make phone calls even if you've left your phone at home. I go with the cellular model because I use it as a, um, a safety blanket. Mm -hmm. If my cell phone dies and I'm out traveling, I know I always have my watch that I can call somebody if I need an emergency. Now, they work surprisingly well for communication, like better than you would expect. It, it does well. I bought yeah. my daughter an Apple Watch for her birthday, and she doesn't have an iPhone, but I got her the cellular model yeah, so yeah. she can send texts, she can make calls. Yeah. That's a good job. Yeah. Um, I think the big the big decision there, rather than the specific model, to me it seems like the major decision is do I want to get it with cellular data or not? Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're all pretty much of a muchness, um, mm -hmm. really. And I got my wife the latest one, and uh, it has a, a lot of different bands that you can... Uh, oh, you that, can that's where the big thing, yeah. Yeah, so it's got a bunch of different bands that you can choose from and so on and so forth, but uh, it pretty much acts exactly the same as the one that she had before. So Yeah, yeah. I think if you're a voiceover user, the, 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 the recommendation would be to, be to get the best you can afford because yep. you will see a performance difference. Okay. Season, Series 3 works just fine. It's mm -hmm. not like you're going to be, oh, I can't use this at all. But you'll definitely see a difference between the Series 3 and Series 6 performance-wise. Okay. Good. And uh, very quickly then, uh, Revo. Now, this is in the flyer, but uh, why don't you tell us a bit yeah. about Revo? So Revo 2 was a product designed for individuals. It's a, a, credit, a little bigger than a credit card size device. It's got a bunch of physical buttons on it, I think 12 or 13 maybe. Mm -hmm. And basically, the short, the short story is that the Revo 2 allows you to accomplish all tasks uh, without touching the touchscreen at all. Yes. You can control voiceover 100% with Revo. You can place calls. You can put it into media mode and listen to music. It also has a, uh, it, it connects to your phone via Bluetooth. It also has a headphone jack built in, so you can play plug a pair of headphones into Which, it. Which, uh, in case you didn't notice me mentioning earlier, the iPhone doesn't. 3.5, yeah. <laughs> so you can place calls and, and talk to it you know, through that earpiece. You can yeah. listen to music. It's a really cool way to control your... So a couple of things. Number one, it's great for convenience. Yes. Um, it can be. It can make using your phone much easier. It's also a great solution for those who either have to use an iPhone or really want to use an iPhone, but really struggle with the touch gestures, yeah, sure. the flick, the rotor gesture. This small de device allows them to still use their phone. You know, a lot of times people will say, I'm going to get an iPhone and only use Siri. Mm -hmm. And that's okay in a lot of cases, but there's a lot that comes up on the phone that you can't do with Siri. Mm -hmm. Low battery alert pops up. You can't have Siri close that out, mm -hmm. where with the Revo 2, you can hit a button over to the right, land on close, and then hit a button to select it. So nice. it makes using the phone quite convenient. If we can find our Revo 2, yeah. 
Um, we will definitely do either, probably we won't do a Tech Talk Live on it, but we'll definitely produce a video, a video for, our, uh, for our YouTube channel and we'll get that out there. Even if we can't find it, I think I want to get another one again because I, I think it's a, a great option for people uh, to make their life easier with the touch. One screen. of the things I found interesting about it was it has a speaker and a microphone built in. So when you're answering a call, you yeah. can literally hold it up as if it were a phone. Yeah. And uh, what's cool, think about you could have the phone in your pocket or in your backpack exactly, and then yeah, just yeah, be holding yeah. that de that yeah. device as you're traveling. And it's around. very small and light. It's very credit, yeah. credit card size. Yeah. The only downside to it from my point of view was uh, it uses T9, the old T9 uh, text input. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you could move, you know, you could slide over and find the dictate button with, you know. That's, that, that, is but, that is true. But yeah. yes, you're, you're, yeah. if you want to do any text input, you're doing yeah. the old school. Yeah. Uh, T9. Yep. Although uh, I do notice that my skills with that are still pretty good. It's funny. I had to do it too the other day, and it yep. totally came back to me. I was like, <laughs> oh, surprisingly like, quickly. Yeah. Like this is, this, this is like riding a bike. Ah, those were the fun old days. Eh? Yeah. All right. Well, um, we have yeah. another comment here from uh, from RV who says uh, odd side effect with bone conduction is that sometimes your ears seem to leak or have little balls of earwax wax out, be prepared to use a Kleenex or oh. towel the first times you use it, or if you have a cold. Pushes out the... Yeah, well, actually, funny. so when I was uh, recently uh, at the doctors, they, they did sadly inform me that my ears are quite clogged up. Oh. Um, so maybe I should just get some bone some conduction throw headphones on the go, yeah. yeah. Bit of go. olive oil and some bone conduction headphones, yeah. and I'll be right as yeah. rain. You're off and running. <laughs> Well, I guess that's all we have time for today, then. So what we'll be doing uh, uh, for, for, for the resource, again, it's vision-forward.org slash techtalklive. Yes. But the email that you receive the uh, 24 hours after joining our Tech Talks will also include a link to the um, YouTube video, because this will be posted on YouTube, and it'll uh, include a link to the resource for this Tech Talk. We'll start doing that as of the, uh, as of today. Yep. So any future Tech Talk Lives. Um, the other thing we're going to be doing too for future Tech Talk Lives is we will be including uh, in the Zoom email that you receive one week, one day, and one hour before the webinar, we will be including that uh, session's topic mm -hmm. to better help you decide uh, uh, why it's so important to join us. Um, it's always important. It's very important. It doesn't matter what we're talking it's about. It's always going to, everyone is just going to say, it doesn't matter, just join <laughs> us. It's always, it's always entertaining. Sure. Uh, but we want to make sure everybody has as much information. Um, well, actually, I'll be honest. We, we want more people to join us. Yeah, the more the merrier. <laughs> That's what we say, the more the merrier. All right, so just before we go, uh, let's just remind you about our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash InFocus Technology, where all of these Tech Talk Lives are uh, posted. But also we have a number of, uh, should we say, more professionally produced videos? Yes, yeah. less funny. Yeah, uh, less funny, uh, but... Uh, ten, usually 10 minutes or less. Yeah, yeah. but shorter form yeah. and uh, quite uh, informative. Um, and in fact, we've just started using some new video editing software. So they started to get a little bit fancier. Yeah, the you first, might see some fun stuff. Yeah, the first one that we did with that was the, uh, was the, the Apple AirPods video. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't checked out the YouTube channel, then do uh, go check it out. It's, it's worthwhile um, you know, taking a look at at least. And we've just recently started a computer um, series where we're going to be looking at computer basics for people who are low vision um, or blind. And so those will be coming out progressively as the year goes on. And um, they, they could be a good resource for people who are just, uh, you know, starting mm -hmm. to get to grips with how to use a computer. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I think those should be good. Closing code for ACVREP. Closing code. We yep. had, uh, yeah, we had a fruit-related um, opening code. So we also have a fruit-related closing code. Yes, it is lemons. It is lemons. <laughs> and it's right there above our heads. So uh, feel free to go and get your ACVREP credits. Yeah, if you could put lemons up in the chat, too, for people. Oh, yeah, let me just do that for those quickly. that uh, can't see the screen, we'll make sure. You're a very important person, your desk phone. Uh, yes, we all know who it probably is, but we <laughs> won't mention their name. Yeah. So let me go ahead and... So just again, uh, vision-forward.org slash techtalklive, ACVREP links there, opening code, and our closing code here. I'm not going to give you our opening code again because nope. I want to make you watch the whole thing. Indeed. Closing code again today is lemons. Yes, it is. Go ahead is. and fill out your form, pay your $10, and we will send you a shiny certificate. Ooh, is it shiny? 
I guess it depends sure. if, the, if the screen is reflective. Oh, that's a good call. It is digital. <laughs> yeah. We wrote shiny on it. <laughs> and with that being said, thank you all for attending. We really appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, thank you for interacting in the chat. And we look forward to seeing you in two weeks' time. Two weeks. Yep. Bye, all. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us for another Tech Talk Live. If you enjoyed Corey and Luke's antics, join us again in two weeks. To register, visit vision-forward.org slash Tech Talk Live.